something that um, I've become aware of because of the internet that I like. Some people out there have gone and collected screenshots of moments in movies and TV shows where there is a photo of like one of the cast members maybe as a child oh, yeah. or like it's like yeah. something they had to throw together to make these people look like a family. Yeah. And some of them are really, really bad because they just oh, no. live on screen for, or, or just, again, no one thought about it and like, shit. So they're literally cutting and pasting yeah. and like, I don't know. I just, they're out there. And they're out there. People should look for them if, if that sounds funny to you. Because this is an audio, this isn't a video show. But you, we, we all have imaginations. <laughs> we have imaginations. Speaking of imaginations. Oh, yeah. Hey, Victoria. Oh, hey, Chelsea. You know what I could use right now? What could you use? A breath of fresh movie. Mm, we've got a few left. Oh, let's go. Let's we go. go. Yeah, we got a few. We got, got a, a few, few left. left in us. Just a few. This is a rather fresh movie. It's a weekly podcast where me, Victoria Harley, and me, Chelsea Pope, we watch a movie neither one of us has ever seen before, and then we talk about it. And we may not talk about everything, but we're going to talk about anything. So, ding, ding, ding! Spoilers, ahoy, mateys! There's a lot of ding, um, ding, ding, ding because of this. Because uh, today's movie is Popeye. Oh my god! 1980s Robert Altman's Popeye, the the iconic Popeye. Uh, yeah, starring Robin Williams and Shelley Duvall. Um, and my God. Yeah, well, I we did it. We did it. We find this one has been on our list for a while. It has, you know, and it's like one of those things that we'll get we'll talk about reviews and, and all that. You know what we're There's gonna do here. Some, something else was but always like, kind of more enticing. I think also I'm like intriguing. there's a there's a lot of people who like are loving it ironically and I'm like it, well, oh, it's, it's kind of like, it's 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 circled the it's, sun and there's people there are people who like nostalgically love it yes. and unironically love it and then there's people like people who are kind of like I was always a fan I'm coming out of the woodworks now I was raised on this film I was raised yeah. on this film I shall I shall stand yeah. for it now and then others that yeah because the, just, it's memeified um the he needs me song um right. that, that got turned in punch, into drunk love. it was in punch drunk love and it got memefied on TikTok. Did it? It did. It actually got turned into this weird thing. Okay. Like, and I started seeing this. It's a Shelley Duvall. Um, the track? he needs me. Yeah. He needs oh, I know me. the song. Yeah, yeah. no, just it, for for those for edification of listeners. Yeah, the one where she's he needs me. He needs me. He needs me. So um, weird Gen Z girls on TikTok like using that as like a sound to manifest like attention from like a crush or something. Wow. Because there's a lot of that shit on TikTok because especially if you like me ever go through a breakup and you look at relationship TikTok like like breakup TikTok stuff you start getting bombarded with like the tarot shit the uh, the, the crystal mm -hmm. shit the mm -hmm. astrology you know I do believe in astrology I don't I ironically believe in it so I'm gonna just go ahead and, and call okay. myself out for that now but then I start getting like Use this sound and and use this sound and 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 save this sound and and click share and this oh my god it's like I it's chain it's that. chain mail shit chain mail and yeah. this song and that song um, yeah, one of them. has then brought it back wow as well as um okay a, because of that then people are like what is it actually from mm -hmm. so then it's brought attention back to Punch Drunk Love as well as to Popeye as well and as to Shelley Nelson <laughs> who wrote the song there you go so. and, and Shelley Duvall yes for sure she's well. had a big renaissance and then also her getting you memefied know, with hello I'm Shelley Duvall Shelley Duvall if she were like Gen Z she would absolutely be a TikTok star she'd be doing makeup videos oh for sure like she would be because yeah. that's how she was discovered right she was like like she was like in a makeup demonstration yeah right place wrong time yeah uh, kind of thing I or, mean, well, she was right place right time for a while place, right time I mean like this is you know that's what I'm gonna go ahead and say uh, and we're we gotta just start talking about we this gotta movie. Start talking about movie. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Yeah, and let's go. I just want to say, for me, this is like it's a mess. It's a mess. It's a mess. It's a mess. It's a messy. Little it's movie. also it's slow. That's what my main thing is. Is like it's, I think there's there's a lot of cute stuff. There's a lot to like, but it plots. But it it is it is like, it is ugh. slow. It is I mean, slow. It, you could shave off thirty minutes and miss none of it. It's it everything is. It could stretched. be it could be it could be a seventy minute movie. I think, I mean, and it would just, be it would be like the first song. Good, and it's like, it's like it's 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 an hour fifty four. It's yeah. it is a full it's length two hours. movie, and the songs are slow, the and the songs are, are things like food is food, everything, everything is food. <laughs> I'm a mean man. Yeah. I'm a mean man. <laughs> like, um, and just uh, like it's a lot of mumbling. Oh my god! And that's the that's another thing too. Is it's like I I 
you can't robin williams is amazing robert blah 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 everybody's amazing you know historically speaking however the way that his dialogue because he's also improvising it mm -hmm. but it's that mumble and it's getting like and it's it's surpliced like in between well like, what happened was like it's it's hard guess, to pick up everything i guess like altman didn't want him improvising and Ron Williams I, I, it makes it mess. he's brilliant but is he his improvisation ability less. so the fact that he was hamstrung like that means like it's kind of amazing they got anything but the other issue is that yeah all these lines if you've they're said like without between clenched lips or holding a, a pipe or something's covering his mouth yeah so Ron Williams had to go back he was he had to redub it like twice I think yeah and it's like it it makes him removed from everything in this weird yeah. way. Yeah, the ADR of the mumbling yes. while we're listening to, like well, we're trying to hear a full like dinner conversation yeah. happening with all of these other. Wish I had a chair. Yeah. You owe me an apology. Oh my God. I don't want this short fat glass. I want a tall skinny pretty glass. Yeah. Like, it's just everybody, all these voices are, it's very so cacophonous. Much, so much going on. Very cacophonous. And like ironically, it's like, right, they had to redub uh, Popeye, but the songs that are sung were recorded like on set. Like Altman didn't want to lip sync and record. He pulled a Tom Hopper Les Mis. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or is Hooper Tom Hooper? Is it Hop? No, it's Hooper. I don't even Hooper, know. Hooper Hopper. Whatever. You're right. Um, He's but like, oh, okay. Skipping. But a jump. you know, I'm like, okay, let's sit down and watch this. And um, yeah. I see the name Robert Evans come up on the screen. Oh yeah. And I'm like, oh shit. Okay, this is a Robert Evans production, which means, and there, this is no no exaggeration. This is a coke fueled movie. Mm -hmm. uh, in fact, like he had a suitcase full of it that apparently went missing, and if it had been discovered, it would have been a huge. It got international swapped out. Incident. That was the basket that yeah. that Shelley yeah. was carrying, and then the baby was, was in cocaine. the other. Well, actually, it was full of baby and coke, and then the and then there was just a baby, just a baby. But um, <laughs> he and Robert Altman were kept the the set supplied with like alcohol and drugs specifically oh cocaine so not a good place to be if you're if you have a problem whatever happened to or a great clean spinach you guys oh you're not even like no like we're missing the message of the film yeah. here but Big i don't time it's I, the message of the film it is and i'm spinach spinach which I'm, also is funny that like because you have you seen the mario movie no because i feel like they 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 weirdly it feels like almost like a weird homage that Mario hates mushrooms in the Mario movie, but then is forced to have to eat them to become stronger. Yes. And then Popeye hates spinach, but he has to yes. eat it to become stronger. And that's the funny thing. This is weird origin story. Yeah, crap. the fact that he hates it goes back, I guess, to the the comic strip. This is like an adaptation of the comic strip Popeye sure. and not like the cartoon, the, the what was it, Max Fleischer or something. Yeah, um, where he's just pounding it. Right, like, where like it's like, oh, drink. it'll make me better. Yeah, no, like, it's like, the, yeah, it's like an interesting wrinkle that it's like no i never want it but if he has it he can like become a torpedo i yeah, yeah but it's it's sort of i feel like i'm getting blue balled because like we the majority of people probably are thinking of him from the cartoon yes you know and, and I that's think what Bob i'm William sounds like the cartoon he sounds well yeah he's imitating because and they even show the cartoon at the beginning yeah sound wrong movie or wrong wrong whatever carrick's there's all kinds of like you know the pronunciations yeah it's biscuitations very, very... Apologage. It's a movie. It's a movie. Um, it's a cartoon in every respect except, like, color. Yeah. You know, it's oh, like... What's the lo the log line? Um, I just said, Popeye journeys to find his father, but meets eccentrics along the way. That's the only way I could summarize yeah, it. Yeah, because it is kind of meandering, right? It's like a... I then mean, he, he falls for olive oil. Right. And then they but find a baby. They find a baby and decide to keep it. Decide, it's a boy, but they name it Sweet Pea. And the boy is a psychic? Yeah, the boy apparently has psychic abilities. So people are wanting the child. She was gonna marry Bluto. She's literally just singing yeah. a song about how great he is. Then the very next he's scene, he's large. He and he's large, and he has money. He's got money. money. He's good looking. And then the very next scene, she's trying to run away yeah. while well, he's waiting. That's when we get the "I'm mean" song for like five minutes. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, uh -huh. That goes on for a while. Yeah. Um, everything is food. Everything I still, is, that one's really. I fun. do like that one. I I think we should 
should we carry that one yeah this is a good one the shanty town i will just say like mm. what a slow start to a film too like that's supposed to be like bright and poppy and yeah and silly and cartoony like it's start it's like first we get the, we first we get that tease of the cartoon yes then it just it cuts to rain and it feels like it feels dramatic yeah then the song is the sleepy song it's, about yeah sweet haven, sweet haven. Yeah. it goes on and on it takes a long time and he kind of comes in well yeah i mean it starts like i'm not the only one to say have suggested this it starts like mccabe and mrs miller which is another mm. robert Altman movie that's great and it has a very similar slow man entering slowly it but it doesn't translate no. you're making a different movie do something different i think it's really funny that it's like it has this realism in terms of like the planky wood and well the set yeah the set design's great it's very fanciful and and big but at the same time everyone's got those like cartoon shaped shoes and like yeah like wimpy was i was kind of impressed with wimpy that like he had the design the, the, looked good everybody's costumes were oh yeah like all of what yeah the shoes like you were just saying yeah her hair being that like up, weird upward bun yeah like, like pippi longstocking they did like, a lot elevation. to bring it elevation. into like meat you know they yes. made they made cartoon meat and and it's yeah it is weirdly faithful but it's also just so but it feels slow because it's coming down because mm. because then there is yeah this yeah. like the weird the way the realism is is brought in it like doesn't yeah and doesn't quite and I mean it's work you know Popeye has maybe never been specific because it's you know coastal and whatnot but you know we do see an American flag and a tax collector so presumably it's a sort of like oh it's the Northeast but it's like yeah. it's so clearly malta yeah you know like and i'm not i've never been to malta but i know enough and of course reading about this and it's a vibe it's a vibe also i'm just gonna get this out because plenty of people know this some people don't is that the village the set that they built for this movie still exists it's an amusement park you can visit you can even get married there if you want there's a website that's kind of cute go check it out that's kind of cute so i just want to get that out there um there's that character who keeps kicking his hat through town. That was like a yeah. Um, and then, it's like, well, let's have more fun with the characters. Yeah. Then, if we're going to if we're going to establish that there's this ensemble of kooks, then like let's have more fun. Yeah, it takes with a Wimpy while. and and the, while. and the gang. Yeah, you know? I did. We think... do. They do manage to fit in like a, a line, like you know, I'll gladly pay pay you Tuesday for a hamburger, hamburger today. today. You know, it's like yeah. okay, so we get we they they do and we see like they no do credit, pay things off, especially you, Wimpy. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, I mean the little burgers like. It did make me want a burger. Um, we had a place called Wimpy. Yeah. Uh, where I grew up. Like, that yeah, was Wimpy, a burger There's place. a Wimpy burger. Yeah. They're, they're like a, they're mm -hmm. a chain still, right? Yeah. I think this one might not have been affiliated officially. I think it was like some just like count greasy spoon counter. Just, uh, yeah, they were just they were like, oh, God, Wimpy. They were a bootleg Wimpy. <laughs> they were a bootleg Wimpy. That's bootleg exactly Wimpy. there. Uh -huh. um, anyway. Uh, I like, I mean, yeah, a hero who mumbles. It's tough. I thought It's tough. I also, I also like. I'm just biased against Popeye. Like, I just never liked Popeye as a cartoon in general. Like, that I mean, never was that never buttered my biscuit. I never really liked it. But when I went to Mexico City last year, we were watching TV in Spanish, and oh. Popeye came on, and was it was it, funny? it was it was kind of fun. That's funny, but it was like, kind of fun. It's, it's like yeah, that, I mean, the dubbing does a diff makes a difference. I just like I uh, figured some of them, <laughs> you know, like like I can relate to that now. That's as a funny. kid, I don't think I would. I thought olive oil was annoying. You know, the, sure. the boy arms would turn into those like wave yeah, shapes. Wig, the wig. Ooh. Ooh. But Ooh. I did think Shelley Duvall has the purest performance in this. She's, I mean, she's the star. Let's she's talk the about star. her. She's the one who has the most charisma. She's the most watchable. Yeah. Um, she Be has, careful. She has, and she has, I love. She's the, so cute. She has the best, she has the most energy. Like this, this movie starts off so sleepy and slow. And when she shows and up. she shows up and she says, this hat is ugly. It's a conspiracy. We find that out, we, we find, find out, out everything. everything. <laughs> She was great. I immediately was what like, "What are you oh. looking at?" I'm this like, is a "Private conversation." Yeah, exactly. When she's asking for his opinion, oh god, she's so funny and she's so perfect. Like, she brings, she actually makes it very human. Like, olive oil is the most fully she's formed. She's doing the right balance of like rounding out the character, but then also it is still highly stylized yes. and true to to she's the source. Great. Like, it's, I don't know, like. You know, this was also, yeah. I gotta say, <laughs> yeah. she just finished The Shining. Mm. Can you imagine coming to work with Robert Altman, who she's worked with many times before? It's probably such a with. like so much more. How much, much she let go and a was, breath of fresh air? <laughs> yeah, like to go from that torture session, fresh air. to like 
yeah, now I'm in this beautiful sun-drenched Malta yeah. playing a cartoon character, a sweet woman where nothing bad is going to happen to yeah. her. Like, really? Yeah. Too good. She's good really... For, good for her. Yeah, good for her. And even her, her songs, I cared more about what was going on because she had the, the pathos and yeah. you know like yeah and i didn't want to see her marry bluto i was very like no get out of there yeah, get out of there um, ugly yeah paul l smith quite yeah. the, quite the heavy but good casting great cool. really good great casting. Casting. i mean casting is great all around it just needed it just could move faster faster it needed to faster, move faster. With, they needed george lucas to direct it took faster a, with more intensity yeah it took quite a while it's like we're a half hour in and we no, nothing has really happened. It's moving yet. so slow. It's like Olive Oil's just starting to make a decision. We don't know? even know about this. Like, like we, the the closest we get is he's trying to buy vegetables, and then this, the spe- yeah, yeah, it's like the I like, pays what I feel he like doesn't, paying. Yeah, I pays what I feels like paying. You, you know. paid pay two dollars for the bad things that I don't want you to buy. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, that's very the cartoon strip kind of like chatter. Um, less le- like less of that. Yeah. <laughs> I also thought the actress who played. Mrs. Oil. Yeah. Not only was like the same age as Shelley Duvall. Yeah, she looked young. But also she looked like Kate McKinnon. I was gonna say she looked like Rachel Dratch. Oh, okay. That's sure. funny. Interesting. That's funny. I feel like they're they, but the, those you're not wrong either. I feel like big, their energies overlap. Big, big wide eyed kind of their energies overlap yeah, in that that, um, that character. And style. I like the gag of the frame photo that he, you think he's looking at a, a picture and when you see it it's just the words me and Papa <laughs> written on a piece of like brown Which paper. Is, like to have like more of those jokes. Those and it did more pay off at the end because yeah. he had the reverse. But um I agree. It, it's I did like okay the moment where uh, Bluto sees red, mm-hmm. that was cool. That was really cool. Good. Like the little stylized things like that. I wanted more of that. That was awesome because that was like woo. That yeah. was like I had to go back. If you and- cut at least if you cut like a good thirty to uh, like honestly forty minutes of this, which you could, you could, you could make all of the songs oh half as long. You can make yeah. all the dialogue scenes half as long, and you'd still have all of those like when he sees red, mm-hmm. um, which is cool because it's in the it's in the one it's one of the poster yeah. designs. Oh, it's the, it's just so cool. Of course, Japan picks a great frame know, to like they, build they, a poster they, on. They, they know they make bangers. Yeah, because I was uh, watching it on my computer and I went back to take a screenshot of that because I was yeah. like, oh, that is the best shot that's in the, the movie. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. It looks so good. And it's just a split. And like, how long must that have I taken for, I thought for about to that. have like two of because that set had to have been painted all and red, had to be redressed. Every, every, yes. all the alter, all the clothes and, and another color. And it's two seconds long. And it's like, but that felt like that's the cartoon brought to life. And it's thing, that's you know that's like, the stuff. That's the that's the good stuff. That's the good stuff. That's I, the good stuff. To yeah. quote Robin Williams. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Who he didn't have a great time on this. Yeah, that's Not unfortunate. Some, uh, it is unfortunate. unfortunate. He he felt like he survived like a kind of boot camp doing this as, as like an actor. So because um, he's not bad casting, it's just also though like oh, but for the, like the he's I don't know like how they I don't know what the 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 best uh, method would have been, but the mumbling overlapping so much, I'm missing thing. I'm having to watch this with captions just so and I'm the like, captions can't even keep, and up. they're not keeping. Yeah, exactly. You're getting the jokes like a minute or well, not a minute. So late, at a certain but... point, it just it just washes over you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, it's just it, noise. It's like well, and it, you know, we love usually we we love and praise Altman for those audio choices that give you that like you can hear a bit of everything in the room, but that's not what's going on here. No, this wasn't clean. So it's like a we. It's just. Ugh. Yeah. It's a mess. It's no good. And it's a mess. It's a mess. Did you notice that guy from Midsummer Night's Dream? One mm-hmm. of them is in this. He's like a. He was the one who's like, I am Wall. Yes. Repre- yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh yes. He was in yes. this. Um, no, I'm glad you because I I recognized him, but I didn't know from where, yeah. which is awesome. No, it's that's uh, really cool. That gag where they pull his chair yeah. out and he's still sitting like good for in him. I love him. Yeah. Um, I, th- I thought Popeye's father, when we finally get to him, he has this whole long rant on parenthood. I'm like, his, his stuff was was too long, too much, just too, too much, and like d- the denying it went on for too long. It went on like, really like that scene but, definitely felt improvised, and it yeah. felt like it went on way too long. Yeah, but the, so I don't want to eat the spinach. You can eat the spinach. You don't want to eat the spinach. Just a that. little bit of it's funny. A little. But then bit. it go- then it goes on too. It long. takes like too long to get there, and then it's there too long, and then it it yeah. By the time you're you you've left already. Yeah. Um, but I did think the whole the the lines about parenthood. I'm imagining being in a theater as a parent with my kids and like needing yeah. to hear some of this stuff. I can ah, <laughs> yeah. laugh at like I get nothing. Uh, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, this one's for the parents. That's what it felt this like. One, this one's for the parents. That, that felt entirely for the parents. Felt like there were actually quite a lot of things for the parents. Be, I think like, there was a lot that wasn't for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so mean. I'm sorry. That's really funny. I know there's definitely people that like people love this. that love this movie, and I, I and I get it. I get it. I have so much nostalgic love for various yeah. films. Yeah. Oh, listen. Blah blah blah. And, I mean, you know. Also, there's that occasional. There's a lot to love about this movie. There's also that occasional strange thing where you're like, you're just alive, and you have to take care of a young kid, and it's like. Yeah. let's watch Popeye and you know the kid loves it for some reason because it's a weird reason. kid you know yeah. I don't know that's a weird kid that's a weird kid I wasn't that I wasn't weird I was I don't I was, know I was a perfectly um, normal kid it's just a really slow movie it's, it's really it's too long it's and, just that's and my big note is it's just, just too long like, we have like a boxing scene we have a derby day scene we have a pirate island we oh end I mean God. it's like pick was happening and we who, get the derby who, scene with him singing he sings his Popeye song that's more than halfway through the movie we finally get the the eye the, yes, uh, decla- the, the declarative I, hero yes, like, song yes. like um also did we ever find out who swapped the kid I don't think so no cause, well it was just it was just some random lady who was like financial strain I'll be back in so that really years. was it that, that really, really was it because it it's, it's their kid it's just it's just it was just a means of getting, getting them a baby quickly yeah because without sex without sex um okay. and, and also because we wanted they wanted to still keep the meat cute they yeah, wanted to still they, they wanted, wanted to, to still a, keep all of this other preamble see, now where she was going movies. to be engaged to blood we, we bluto yes yeah, so yeah exactly now we would have three movies it would be like they just didn't have yeah. enough confidence in the franchise no, they, i think to do to 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 really right. treat give this the marvel treatment it deserved yeah i think it really deserved it, like it really deserved a, a uh, several films and a couple of spin-offs for each of i think these yeah other characters a few, in town, few uh, disney plus uh wimpy mm-hmm. series yeah I i'd think, watch it i think castor oil could have his own line i i, of, I would watch like, wrestling movies probably i would watch um, yeah well I, I don't know actually. i mean i wouldn't but it'd be somebody's taste <laughs> no, somebody somebody would watch it oh my god it would have a viewer a viewer and what then they go on letterbox and be like this is the this is cinema this is cinema <laughs> It's like a renaissance painting. It's like a, re- it's like a renaissance painting. Also, now that I'm I know like, you hate that. I also am like, can we please have um, the offer, but about Popeye? Yeah, let's do the offer, but about Popeye. Yeah, let's do that. because That sounds interesting. Which I'm going to use as a transition into telling you about let's how ill-fucking-fated this movie mm-hmm. was. Because, okay, this whole story of Popeye starts with Annie, the big Broadway hit musical. Right. You know, came out in, what, like, 77, I think? And it was a huge, huge deal. And immediately film studios are like, well, that's let's get the rights to that. Yeah. And let's make a movie of that. Which, strangely, that was directed by John Huston. Oh. He's just a weird What choice. else does he? He directed, I mean, he directed The Misfits. He directed, like, a bunch of things. But he was the, if you've ever seen Chinatown, he plays the creepy old grandpa who, like, oh. you know, had a, a daughter with his own daughter. Yeah. Uh yeah. yeah. Well, so the guy at the end who's like, you know, I well, Mister Gitch. Yeah, I, I, I will say, anyway. uh, I do love the movie Annie. Well, it's uh, really fucking good. To no, me. totally. But fine. I don't, did it even do well or did it do I, bad? I don't know. I don't remember. I just always thought it was bizarre. John Huston is like he he directed a lot of like westerns. And, he and did a good job with that movie though. That movie our, moves. That movie moves quickly. Well, fair. Yeah, compared say, to this, oh, compared there's to, no contest. It's no, no um, contest, and no, also no, no. that movie's fucking stacked. It's got great energy. Yeah, it's yeah. got like the the jokes are done in a very deadpan way, and the choreography of the musical numbers is fire. They got Anne Ranking in there, like I mean, Carol Carol Burnett, Albert Finney. I mean, um, every Tim Curry, Bernadette Peters. Just imagine the opposite of everything you're saying. No Bernadette Peters, no Tim Curry. It's yeah. true about this movie. About this movie, um, it doesn't move. No. And uh, it's not wildly stacked. No. Um, anyway, Columbia Columbia and Paramount get into a bidding war over the rights to Annie. Columbia wins. They pay $9.5 million, which at that time was the most ever paid for the rights to a stage play or a musical. Cha-ching. Mm-hmm. Uh, write a musical feel. No. Um, right. Robert Evans wanted Annie. And when he didn't get it, he said, Fine. fine. We're gonna make our own comic strip movie musical. Oh Jesus Christ! And he's like, which one? <laughs> I'm uh, glad you didn't get it because that Annie turned out good. Oh my God, I know. I'm glad you didn't. And get it's it. like, so which one? Popeye. We own that. Let's we'll do that, oh, and yeah. we'll crush Annie. Oh God, we'll crush it to the, I'll crush it to the ground. <laughs> Not successful. <laughs> like the oil baron yeah. sketch. So I drink a milkshake. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, he hires screenwriter Jules Pfeiffer and. Pfeiffer insists on basing the script completely on E.C. Seeger's comic strip and not the cartoon. All those characters are coming back. Um, Initially, the first choice for a director was John Slysinger, who did Midnight Cowboy. Um, Mm -hmm. And the original 
uh, they wanted Dustin Hoffman for Popeye and Lily Tomlin, since mm-hmm. she had such a great, you know, rapport with they him. They wanted who was Popeye again, sir? Dustin Hoffman. And they wanted Lily Dustin Tomlin Ho- Hoffman and oil. Lily Tomlin. No, this is, I mean, way better casting. And the casting is not the, not no, the, the issue. That's not the issue. That's no, 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 no. Believe me. So here are some other directors that they looked at before they landed on Robert Altman. Uh, Mike Nichols, mm. Arthur Penn, Hal Ashby, mm-hmm. you know, of um, Harold and Maude. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, it went with Altman because he basically was like, oh, If this had had more of a Harold and Maude energy to it, that could have... That, might that have been interesting. I don't know. Been, might but, have been interesting because there's good slapstick and there's, yeah. good, there's good visual comedy. Yeah. Well, and Dustin Hoffman quit when he read the script. He basically... <laughs> he, he wanted Jules Pfeiffer fired and Robert Evans was like, no, I'm not going to fire him. So Dustin Hoffman was like, all right, well, I'll let him out. Yeah. And when he left, Lily Tomlin's definitely out. She's not doing it if yeah. he's not doing it. Uh, and that's Robin Williams was actually suggested by an exec at Paramount by the name of Michael Eisner uh, because he had seen him mm. on Mork and Mindy. Okay. So it's not like the worst choice, but I, I'm a little dubious about the logic, you know? Yeah. Um, because it's like, also because you don't seem to understand, or it's like Altman didn't want him improvising at all. So like, yeah, no, it was and just not like, a well thought out That's not a good match. Not a well thought out Were there any other contenders or was it really just, just good from, to, from Hoffman to, to Williams? from Hoffman to Williams. Okay. And, um, and after, you know, Lily Tomlin was out, they were considering Gilda Radner. Uh, mm-hmm. Her agent, though, was like, don't do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't want to do that. And that's when they ended up. So Shelley Duvall was the third choice. Which is insane, considering how perfect she, she was. She was the third choice after Lily Tomlin and, and Gilda Radner. Okay. <laughs> okay. Just this is Another, have, these are great ladies. We I'm not, this not, even not disparaging got, of the ladies. Like but. no no single frame hasn't even been shot yet. You okay. know, like this is just how much how much so wait, how much how much uh This is a twenty million dollar budget. Okay. Um it okay. did make back its money. It made like fifty million. So it wasn't okay. technically not it, a, it wasn't a bomb. Technically not. Um this was a the first of a two picture deal that Disney and Paramount were in co production for this. The other mm-hmm. one is Dragon Slayer. Um, production manager Frederick Mueller was tasked with building 19 wooden structures, uh, including sets, living quarters, editing rooms, and a recording studio. Because uh, Harry Nilsson came out with like his whole band. Mm-hmm. He was like, we're going to Malta. We're going to oh, take man. a lot of drugs. Oh, boy. Uh, there was a crew of 165 working over eight months. Um, and it's in this area called uh, near the village of Malaysia uh, in Malta, near Anchor Bay. Um, but when he... When they showed up, all they really had there, he described, this is the um, production manager saying, it was just a, a goat track leading to a couple of fishermen's huts. So they had to quarry a mountain to build a breakwater, and then they had to like build a road that one truck could go down. Uh, and they basically built all this shit, and they made a deal with the Maltese government. It's fun to say Maltese. Um, mm. for, these were to be permanent structures. So it was like, if you're gonna come in, we want you to build something that will last, which is sort of odd. I'm yeah. like, I'm not sure why you'd want that. But they really like changed the landscape here with this with this shit. Yeah. And it really is almost like living in a absurd playground. Yeah. You know, um, which does actually sound kind of fun. It does sound fun. It does sound fun. There's a lot to the, yeah. But they had to import everything. Right. You know, there's no trees to speak of. Or so, you know, yeah. wooden shingles, it's paint. Expensive. Took a long time. Yeah. Um, now the production designer was Wolf Kroger. I mentioned Harry Nilsson uh, handles the music. He brought musicians to Malta to write and record. It included uh, Ray Cooper, Doug Dillard, Van Dyke Parks, and Klaus Vorman, who also all appear in the film. Because, uh, you know, drugs provided by Robert Evans and Altman. Um, yeah. Ev- like I said, Evans lost a, a suitcase full of cocaine. Oh, my God. At, at one point. So that's fun. They also smuggled cocaine in with the film equipment. Yeah. Um, so despite all of this wonderful supply and great, you know, fantasy village, um, their communication really broke down between the departments. So it got really, really tense, you Oof. know, which like horrible situation to be in. Uh, Altman basically stopped talking to the DP, which I don't know how the fuck you get away with that. I, well, I don't. Well, not very well. Apparently. <laughs> not very um, well. Yeah. Giuseppe Rotuno, who I, you know, I didn't think there was anything bad that I could I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, dude. I don't know what happened there. Um, One day, Altman didn't even show up on set. He was at a casino, and Robert or Robin Williams was just threatened to quit. You know, he's like, I I can't do this. Like, this is hell, and he's not even here. Um, It's ridiculous. 
There were the prosthetic arms, which like weren't ready in time for the shoot, which is why you see Robin Williams in that uh, raincoat, even though it's not raining, like when he comes into town on his boat. Uh, And when they did show up, they like, you know, they were basically just really terrible prosthetics for Robin Williams because as soon as he sweat, it just like... That's why they have to show that very first shot of the rain. The only reason they did that is because they didn't have the arms ready in time. Which is just such a weird tonally dissonant thing. It's just weird to cut from the cartoon yeah. too, because it makes it. It's like, oh, and there's this, this is oddly foreboding. And there's this weird kind of. Uh, it's just because they didn't have the arms ready. Yeah, and they did, and the weird. So we gotta, all, we gotta have him in a raincoat, but we don't want to do the scene in with the rain. rain. So we need to show a shot of rain, so he looks like he's just come, come out, out of, of the, the rain, rain, even though he won't be wet. Yeah. It'll just look very hot and overdressed. And then there's that reveal where he like takes it off and it's like, oh, there are the arms. And it's like, okay, okay. all right. Okay. I guess, yeah, you're, you're, if you're making the shoes round at the end, you're gonna make the arms. But it's like, but nobody else had, it's so weird. It's just so weird. I mean. I don't know. Um, and again, they were, they were hell for him to work with and wear. Um, at one point, you know, again, they, they shot until all their money was spent. You know, they yeah. basically just went, went, went. And they then, just spent and then, it all. And then once it's spent, it's like, okay, come home. Um, yeah. But they got everything done they needed to. However, um, because things were being called back, uh, at one point, you know, Shelley Duvall has a scene where she's, she basically had to do the Bella Lugosi, I'm going to fight with the octopus yeah. and make it look like I'm struggling. Yeah. Like she had to Bella Lugosi her way through this, like an Ed Wood movie. Very silly. And it's like, all right, two of the greats have, yeah. have fought with an octopus. I think that's like, fuck Lee Strasberg, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she did, she's, she's, doing, she's doing work. <laughs> she's, she did the work. She did the work. Uh, now don't get fresh. <laughs> <laughs> She's doing that to herself. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Like I said, the, the relooping was terrible. It didn't, you know, come across clear. After this, Altman pretty much went to Paris and just directed small scale theatrical productions for the next 10 years. I think he's just like, fuck this. I'm done. Um, you can read a lot about this in a book called Fiasco, History of Hollywood's Iconic Flops by Robert J- or by James Robert Parrish. Um, but yeah, they, they filmed from January till June in 1980. And it premiered December 6th, 1980 at the Chinese Theater. Yeah, I don't have stuff about the director this time, so we can talk about reviews. Because we've talked about Robert Altman yeah, before. Yeah, we have. Just check check out our previous episode. Oh, yeah. Uh, let me look that up. Well, I judged three women too harshly. The more movies you see, you know, we, our opinions change, you know? You know, it's it's true. I and mean, that's, And I'm a human being. You don't step in the same river so, twice. So, be sorry. Okay, it's episode 91 uh, called Apotheosis three women apotheosis three women yeah that was from oh about, do, do, about do, a year do. ago no i don't want popeye's restaurant i don't want to go I don't, I'm, not, I'm not hungry i'm not hungry that happened to me several times when i was researching i'm not hungry like i was like i typed in into youtube hungry. popeye's behind the scenes and yeah. i just got this like like crew video oh my god <laughs> okay well so that all being said um reviews wise so we've got these ones that are printed out um We've got from the Daily News, this one is um, from Saturday, December 13th, 1980, um, from Kathleen Carroll. Um, she gave it, I think, a pretty, I think this is a fair score, two and a half stars. Oh, that's, I, think it's, I think that's generous. I mean, I'm I, at a two. I, well, and that's totally valid. I will say two and a half because, like, I really do think this would be a solid three like if it were 70 minutes if they if they if they yes if we brutally cut this movie down mm-hmm. there's enough good that i think this like would this would deserve to be a three-star movie okay. so i'm gonna say two and a half so but i couldn't i couldn't go higher than so that if, still because it still isn't that yeah good like it still I mean, isn't that yeah good. but in a lot in a lot of that star a lot of the star rating is just for shelly duvall because she is like so engaging to me she is she's the movie i think like i i honestly am so endeared to her that that's really where my like the, all the stars are going towards but, but she really does she, i can't i'm not even really giving it to robin williams i like him but that's and that's there's good so maybe half a star is for him and then the other two full stars are for her he's very 
he's not used well he's just not used well it's such a shame because it's a he's, shame he's he can he could have been he the best if you had let him yeah. let him loose right so that that being said so i would yes. see from this let's see really williams makes an adequate if not totally engaging popeye mm-hmm. duval who flops around like a raggedy ann doll and looks almost as if she stepped out of the original comic strip is a charmingly flighty olive and she is especially funny in the final scenes mm-hmm. um she is Let's see. The musical score by Harry Nilsson is in keeping with the crude simplicity of the characters of all the toneless <laughs> tunes. Only Sweet Haven, the national anthem of Olive Oil's rustic hometown, is the least bit catchy. I would I would actually argue He Needs Me is probably the best it song, but that's kind of... Everything is food bias. has got my vote. Oh, shit. Everything is food. Everything <laughs> is food. <laughs> um, let's see here. We also got from the Toronto Star, Friday, December 12th, 1980. Ron Bass said, not even spinach could save Popeye. Yeah. And then just in the bold, like I like just the bold things that you see. Like, oh, it, please. Like hard to believe, out of place. <laughs> um, and let's see. Poor Popeye. Robin Williams plays the sailor man with an engaging charm while, while little Wesley Ivan Hurt steals the movie, Ron Bass says. But neither of them can save the 20 million picture from disaster. Live action film just can't duplicate animation's wonders. That's, yeah. there is there is truth to that. I mean, I think that's yeah. like, it, okay, let's see. But you um, know, if Robin Williams though. Yeah. I mean, he's like was a cartoon you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, it like he would think let's see it the, said he says he was hamstrung he was hamstrung and it says here for a moment it looks as though popeye might work the movie opens today at the hollywood imperial six in uptown to a green old black and white popeye cartoon the size of a postage stamp hey what's this one of bluto's tricks popeye rasp i'm in the wrong movie abruptly <laughs> there's a clap of thunder that shakes the theater and the screen is full of a crimson cloudy dusk and the camera is falling toward a lone sailor rowing towards shore shore Popeye, in the form of Robin Williams, has arrived on the big screen. Well, he should never have touched that shoreline. <laughs> as soon as he does, he encounters a reality the movie can't shake, and everything begins to fall apart. Uh, yeah. um, but in the movie of the character, in the movie the characters Haven. become oh, see, in Sweet ha- what's that? Sweet Haven. In Sweet Haven, where Popeye <laughs> has come to search for his long lost pappy, he discovers a village which, in the comic strip, would have been populated with cute characters. But in the movie, the characters become grotesque freaks. <laughs> Escaped from the production of Marat Saad. This guy was this guy was, this guy was mean. Um, so I'm sorry. Who's the author of this again? Uh, Ron Bass. Ron, Ron Bass, Bass, Bass. All right. He's based. So I'm just I'm just gonna jump to the uh, like I'm, I don't want to I don't want to. Oh re- God, thank you um, for that. I did not read these. Yeah, no. But this one's this one's. This one's a funny, mean review. Uh, out of place. It's easy to point the finger of blame at Altman, and he's probably as responsible for the mess of Popeye as anyone. His dark, satiric vision, which works so well in McCabe and Mrs. Miller in Nashville, is completely out of place here. He even works against the idea that there's music in the film. It's as if he doesn't like the Harry Nilsson songs and wants to hide them from the audience. One <laughs> listens to the soundtrack album later and is surprised to find there are actually some delightful songs. Yet there is little sense of that delight in the movie. But the real culprit is the whole idea itself. Popeye at $20 million only makes you admire all the more the animated burlesque of cartoons. Animation is special precisely because it can perform feats of speed and action that no live action could ever duplicate. If you don't believe it, just go and see Robert Altman's Popeye. That's what he said. Yeah. All right. And then we also have from the Gazette, Montreal, Saturday, December 27th, 1980, um, from Bruce Bailey says, Robert Altman's Popeye sails through silly waters. We've got everything from a kidnapped baby sold for 30 hamburgers to the usual cartoon mayhem of a bar brawl. Sounds silly, it is. On the other hand, there's absolutely nothing wrong with the casting. Shelley Duvall seems born to play the role of Olive Oil, Popeye's gangly girlfriend. Gangly. Gangly girlfriend. Um, and Robin Williams of TV's Mork and Mindy fame couldn't be much better as the anvil armed sailor man himself. Even Sweet Pea, the Orphink baby <laughs> saved by Popeye and Olive, is ideal. An utterly captivating 10-month-old with a Popeye-like grin as a result of the fact that he was born with paralysis in one cheek. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I was about to say. I'm not that's, laughing at it. Like, I'm just like, no, I, just, I like, didn't expect that. I, I, was gonna, I was about to be like, that baby was the best baby actor I've ever seen. And now I'm like, oh, no. Oh, my God. He, he's not. Um, because it's not. Let's see. That's mm. uh, let's see. Do, okay. do, do, do. Um, Altman clearly has taken great pains to preserve the finest details of the speech patterns of the characters as they were represented in the early animated cartoons. Williams mutters throwaway jokes almost continuously. Mm. Duval yaps like a puppy on speed, and Paul Dooley captures Wimpy's false gentility in such <laughs> lines as "Please give me a hamburger today, sir, for which I will gladly pay you next Tuesday." Well, you just misquoted that shit. 
Bruce. Okay. I mean, the film, I think he does both. He did. Well, maybe, maybe. The film also does an amusing job of recreating some of the impossible uh, impossibilities common to fight scenes in cartoons. Yeah. Um, yeah, like that somersault. And the. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But this film runs into trouble on a number of counts. Its jumbled storyline may confuse children who were happy with the simplicity of Hollywood's last two attempts at adapting comic strips, Superman and Flash Gordon. Mm. Another disappointment is that Popeye's discovery of the remarkable strength supposedly imparted by spinach is delayed until the last few minutes of the film. I agree that is a big issue. That should have come up. It's such a big like like if this is supposed to be mostly geared towards kids, like as a family movie, they're gonna know him more as a spinach eater than not. so literally why is he not eating the eat liter- your fucking spinach popeye liter- eat your fucking spinach there, spinach has no other association than, that's right, right? like yeah, i know it's not it, in pop culture it to, it, i if there isn't still a store brand of pop like oh i popeye's, don't mean, like, I just like, mean he's, like he is branded on like spinach even if like, your child has never seen popeye you know I, that popeye eats spinach. it will be referenced one day when it's a, somebody's it's ubiquitous spinach. it's ubiquitous yes um it's, it's so ubiquitous yeah. that like it's it's sold that way um, yes. let's see oh uh, i when, love spinach i'm just gonna yeah put that it's out yeah yeah well Yum. you could have been popeye wednesday august 27th 1980 roger ebert of the chicago sun times yeah. said will popeye become robert altman's swan song mm. oh okay yeah. a little bit of a dig yeah um let's see is this his last movie basically yeah possibly it wasn't good for Let's his career. I mean, Robert Altman is in an unsettled frame of mind these days. Just, just, yes. This 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 is part of what you were just saying. He has moved uh, he has moved his Lionsgate films out to a large nondescript factory building in West Los Angeles, and there he sits and broods about the current state of the American film industry. Yeah. We are adrift, he declares. There's nobody at the helm. There's no rudder. The bridge is cut off from the rest of the ship. You don't negotiate with them anymore. You plea bargain. Altman's nautical images are inspired, no doubt, by the six months he had just spent filming Popeye on locations <laughs> in, in Malta. But his depression is caused by the fate of his previous film, Health, yeah. which he says is being held hostage by the 20th Century Fox Film Corps, the film a comedy about a convention to elect the next president of a national health food association, was shot in Florida in 1979. It was ready to be released this summer in time for the political conventions. It still sits on the shelf at Fox. Mm. And Altman sits on a footstool in his new headquarters, sips from a scotch and soda, and talks about it. On the wall behind him are the framed posters of some hits, MASH, McCabe and Mrs. Miller, Nashville. But he sounds half serious when he wonders out loud whether he'll make, make another film after Popeye. Wow. Like this is, that's, so this is more of an existential quandary. What than, a great piece though. Yeah. It's really good. Wow. That's not even, a, it's just, it's no, just more of more like, about, it's a character study yeah, on Altman. Good. Okay. Glad and we got that. I think, did I, I yeah. yeah. So I did all those. Um, <laughs> you had your spinach. So I did this. So I did this. So I had my spinach. Thank you for reading. Wait, wait. No, no, that was a, pl- no, that was a pleasure. I like, and those were good ones. Um, so this film on IMDb has a 5.4 out of 10. All right. Has a 58% on Rotten Tomatoes. Good I mean, old I mean, Rotten th- Tomatoes. Those are about, they're not unfair they're not it's 39% audience score though so <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, yeah. critics consensus Altman's take on the iconic cartoon is messy and wildly uneven but it's robust humor and manic charm are hard to resist uh, I think they're resistible I don't think it, I don't think the humor is quite that robust and I don't think the charm is quite manic enough yeah um it's I, it's I, messy and wildly uneven for sure I can't <laughs> believe this has a higher rating Oh, wait, no, it's Big Top Pee Wee. I thought it was Pee Wee's Big Adventure, which, okay, yeah. At first I was like, wait, why does this have a higher rating than Pee Wee? No, it's Big Top Pee Wee. Pee Wee's Big Adventure is 88%. Yeah, yeah. As it should. Could be higher Um, than that, but Well, yeah, no, but I'm just, at least, at least it's not one that I thought it was. It's respectable. Let's see, we've got from, let's see. Um... David Anson, June 17th, 2022, from Newsweek said, One succumbs to a state of glazed indifference. The fault is not in the performances by Williams and Duvall, but rather, I suspect, in Altman's refusal mm. to allow any movie star to violate the one-dimensional texture he's created. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's, yeah. that's pretty... That is it. Yeah. That's, that's, that's very well put, actually. Um, I, and also, I just wanted to say, like, Altman, you know, it, it, was, it wasn't a good match, you know, but, like, he still did a really boss move by being like, so we're going to Malta and we're going to just build a place to live and work yeah. for months. And we're just going to stay till the money's gone. It's like, 
That's pretty. There's, there's more ripe tomatoes than splatters. Really? Like, which is interesting. Well, like, okay. there's, a, there's a healthy mix of the two, which is right. interesting. Because, again, it has 58% from critics. Because yeah. I think everybody wants to, like... They like want, they, they want to be the person that's like giving it yeah. like it's it's, it's no. under it's underappreciated it's not underappreciated no. it's um, it was appreciated exactly it's, it's, correctly it's appreciated just enough um let's see it's been depreciated at i least. would say okay so patrick gibbs of the Te- daily telegraph june 17th 2022 oh i guess these must have all just gotten uploaded around the same time or something because they're all around the yeah, same date I, I was gonna say or maybe there's a re-release yeah, or something no um know. he says despite the evidently affectionate reproductions as it were by robin williams and shelly duvall as popeye and his girl olive oil and some loyal support i don't think this comes off at all uh but then i have no fond memory of the originals okay, okay see i feel like maybe there was a re-release or something so sometimes yeah. these don't always okay let's see um uh, I'm going to find a positive one and then I'll go to Letterboxd. Yeah, sure, sure. Okay, New York Daily News, Rex Reed. A flawed extravagance, but if you can survive its stumbling pace, its mumbling actors, and its dreadful songs, you will eventually experience it. If you can just look past my <laughs> looks, my personality, and my and my lack of um, an ethical, uh, or like a lack of perspective, point mm-hmm. of view, um, I'm a really interesting person, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, a flawed extravagance, but if you can survive its dreadful songs, you will eventually experience a charming, unique fantasy world quite unlike anything you've seen before if you take away all of the stuff that makes a charming unique fantasy world like if you ignore all the stuff that's supposed to be there um it can be that i think if you if you do if you put in the work of imagining a better movie when you go into the movies it's it's your responsibility you have to hold up to will yourself you you will yourself you will yourself and this is just like the logic of like if you didn't like Boas of Rage because you didn't will yourself to you didn't work hard you enough. didn't work hard enough you, you were supposed to that was work uh, you didn't do your job as an audience member mm-hmm. and, 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 right, I, and I got my bow quote in yeah. so now we're going to Letterboxd take a drink yeah <laughs> um, that's a pretty dissatisfying drinking game if well, one per unless, hour yeah one per hour it's actually a very if, responsible if, game it, it's actually we're very we're all about we're trying to slow you down yeah you know i'm not i'm you know uh, let me know if you need a meeting uh popeye has on letterbox okay no it's not pop y and also you should have known that's what i was trying to type anyway yeah that's madness that's annoying 2.8 average star rating Mm. um victoria said needed more of bluto seeing red yeah that's true that's true we agree I'm gonna give that a like. Thank you. On the reviews, it's okay. So the very first one, uh-huh. Veronica. Oh, and this one has a lot of like thick reviews. Like a lot of people have a lot to say about yeah, it, see, that's and very I'm... polarizing. Either high review scores or, or very low. low. And everybody's got to be like, I'm right. Everybody's really ready. This is not to share. Memefied. They're this ready is, to share. They're ready to share. See, this is not a meme heavy review. That's what bothers me. It's like this Space. is such a meme. Like just meme it yeah at this point just do that like i don't care I don't, okay anyway, anyway we got let's see I'll, I'll start reading the the chunky ones and then when i get bored i'm gonna move okay. one and a half stars from veronica she's the very first one one of the weirdest things i've ever seen it's barely a movie it's like robert altman made three women and kept looking at shelly duvall and saying to himself god damn that woman looks like olive okay see no i'm not gonna keep reading that because mm. you didn't do your research yeah i'm sorry not how it um, happened you didn't do your research it's well documented it, how this came it's together it's so well documented it's in a book that's a, like there's a whole this yeah. is just not anyway. that's it's not it's yeah, just, thank it's, you that's that's, that's just a lazy that's lazy See, sorry that's, veronica no, and, that's, that's and obviously you have a lot of clout so like you, you can come after me yeah. with, with my no clout if you're at the top of the review page Let's like see, be this, more re- re- review responsibly people that is the fr- breath of fresh movie difference that's the breath of fresh movie guarantee baby yeah we review responsibly kiss kiss okay let's see oh my god oh no oh you're gonna love this one though okay because i well one one i disagree with it but it's also mentioning a movie you didn't like that we did okay great. will gave this five stars in a heart says oh, Lord. the closest hollywood has ever come to playtime uh. confounding on the first 10 viewings but fully becomes a masterpiece around viewing okay i'm done uh. um let's see uh, the River Jordan, two and a half stars. Popeye, such a deranged piece of filmmaking that looking to its bizarre pedigree brings logic that the movie itself denies its audience entirely. Of course, this was a spite project from the guy who who produced Chinatown <laughs> and The Godfather. Of course it was. Of course, yeah, it does. <laughs> I think that's a good, that's good right. review. See, Robert, <laughs> he understood the Robert Evans of it all. Oh, shit. Like, we, this, this yeah. movie was made for the most cynical reasons. Yeah. Like, 
I've got to a, crush Annie. Crush my enemy. I crushed them to the ground. Oh, this is a funny one. Uh, Brandon O'Hare. He's just, we got a meme. We got our first meme finally. Okay, thanks, Brandon. You <laughs> four stars and said Popeye is so strong. Holy shit. <laughs> It's so good. <laughs> the right, right, right oh reaction. Um, let's see. Paul L. Smith looked stronger, though. The guy who played Ludo. <laughs> um, oh, it's true. That guy's a beast. Ju- okay, another meme. It's just a heart. And Justin says, this guy, Justin, says, cocaine rained down like snow every day of the shoot. Yeah. yeah and that's true. accurate. That's, someone, that's, you should be the top review. Yeah. Justin, yours should be at the top because that is That's accurate. accurate. Yeah. That is correct. You are correct. You are correct. Why this move? This move, I didn't even want to watch this a second time. You know, I was like, no, I, I can't. Like, I can't give yeah. more of my life to this movie than I've already given. You know? Yeah. Like, it's, is this this is so to like dig I, in yeah, yeah, and yeah. make this your identity. Exactly. Ugh. We got we got Cinema Monster gave it three stars and a heart. I like I kind of like this. Um, incredibly messy but well cast. Some solid songs. Wonderful cinematography. Staggering production design. And Robin Williams make this a must see. While Williams' performance is singular, it's hard to think of who could be more be all of more perfectly than Duvall. So it's like a nice but concise. Yeah. Like, this is the there this is lot- the best I would have been able to say had it not been two full hours. Had it been like yeah. a, a clean seventy to eight seventy to ninety minutes. Yeah, it was definitely I would have, This would be what what I would and probably I, and say. And that's true. Like if we if we come and break down every department, you know, there's nothing that's technically like poor except maybe the audio yeah. you know the audio is a little bit let's see. had problems but um yeah you can't say the production design isn't it's a it's a choice you know it's but it's a really strong choice yeah and we love a strong choice everything is cool. uh rick is one star one of those boring films i've ever seen so so bad just it appalling is, yeah and yet in the middle of it is he needs me a beautiful almost self-contained number that if you junked the rest of the train wreck would be one of my favorite shorts ah. having deconstructed the american war film the western and the noir altman decides to do the same oh this is long okay i'm gonna yeah. read all that regan one and a half stars how did anyone at any stage of production think this would be any good at all yeah um I mean, it really was cursed from the start, and that, that and I'm going to go ahead and stop at that yeah. point. Yeah, no, no, I think we've that's been, great. We've, we've we've got enough. We've got a hearty episode. Here oh, we, and, yes. And I don't, not to cut you off, we can keep. No, I'm good. Who is your best supporting player? I don't. What's the name of the character that's like you owe me an apology? And because they just he had like little oh. little bits every so often. He's like, we don't have a cat. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I can't remember. I wrote down Jay Wellington Wimpy. Oh, yeah. Um, Wimpy would have been the next one. I should have just said Wimpy and it would have sounded like I actually did my research. Well, no, it's fine. But that that was played by Paul Dooley, who I'm certain he was in some episodes. I think he played like Cheryl's father in Kirby Enthusiasm. But he he always plays like a good, angry old white guy in a lot of things. But I kind of loved him as Jay Wellington Wimpy. I think that works. I think like, uh, yeah. Anyway, that, that's all that we works. got. That's good. Um, that's good. Would you watch this again? Not on purpose. Yeah, I'm not watching it again. Not on purpose. Like, I watched it by myself, and then I told Sally, like, oh, I watched it. It's just very boring. And he was like, oh, I'm kind of sorry I missed that. And I'm like, really? Cause, it's really and I boring. And I just put it back on on Canopy, and, like, eventually our internet crapped out, and it just cut it off. And it was like, yeah. well, you've seen enough. Yeah. You know, and he was like, yeah, what the fuck was that? <laughs> like, it was so slow. It's just and so like, slow. He's like, is this the first song? I can't even tell. I can't even <laughs> like, tell either. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so we did it. We covered Popeye. All right. Um, fortunately, Altman comes back with a vengeance with the uh, the player in 1992. I think that's I think that's the next film. This is at least the next significant film. So, you know, he's, he isn't. This didn't end his career. And he's right. Yeah. He's right to sit on his stool and sip his scotch and soda and wonder about the harumph, state harumph, of harumph, things. Harumph, harumph, harumph. You know. There you go. All right. Uh, follow this podcast on social media. I'm telling you, follow it at Fresh Movie Pod. You can also give to the Patreon. We do have one Patreon subscriber. We thank you for your support. I need to like get your address to send you some shit. One is the loneliest number. number. Yeah. Speaking of Paul Thomas Anderson yeah. references, and everything is food everything is food yeah when you go out there today i want you to say everything Everything is is food. food